Hi everyone, my name is Sarosh and you're listening to the Dear Body podcast. Before we begin, please follow me to stay up to date with weekly episodes on our beautiful bodies because this is your safe space. I came across this video where a reporter questioned Indian actor Vidya Balan if she will be losing weight now that she's leaning towards women-centric films. Balan was baffled by the connection between her weight and women-centric films. She concluded how she is comfortable in her body, but if people changed their views concerning bodily appearances, it would be a refreshing sight. This led me to wonder how the Pakistani industry copes with the constant criticism over their bodies. So in this episode, I want to distance myself from how troubling television shows are which limit a woman's life to weight loss and fair skin treatment tips at home. Instead, I want us to look at how the entertainment industry, particularly the audience's interaction with the Pakistani drama industry and how they are treating the performers on screen, how they respond to the pressure to look and fit the ideal weight. In an interview with Desi TV, Minal Khan, Pakistani drama actor opened up about the challenges she faced pre- and post-puberty in the limelight. She begins by tracing the trajectory of how social media platforms have evolved in the recent years. Viewers are more interactive and the artist gets to interact with followers and fans through notable apps like Instagram, Twitter and the list goes on. Before that, an artist would gather the response on their drama serial through directors, producers or fellow artists in various social or professional settings. The most frequent comments Minal remembers are Bohat moti hai, she's very fat, or Buri acting karti hai, she doesn't act well. There came a point where people started to distinguish her with her twin sister Amin Khan, also a drama actor, on the basis of their weight. They identified Amin as the thin sister who acts well and Minal as the fat sister who was not a good actor. Minal views her sister Amin as a nurturing figure in her life who has always guided her, supported her and encouraged her. She was the one who broke this news going around. This was followed by Amin asking her sister, inquiring if she feels disheartened Minal did express how as a human she is bound to feel upset over the comments, but there was never any malice between the sisters. In fact, the sister encouraged her to lose weight, succumb to the audience's pressure to look a certain way. This was never going to hone her acting skills if they really were not impressive, according to the viewers. But her weight loss did make up for her performance on screen. She fell into the trap of societal expectations of what every woman or girl on screen should look like. The Pakistani audience is not keen on viewing diverse bodies. Every woman is expected to be fair, thin, with long hair. If you look at it from a theoretical perspective, Laura Mulvey explains this reality really well through her male gaze theory. She talked about how the media controls the way women are portrayed in cinema. The female performer is never in charge of the performance she delivers. It is in fact the audience because the moment you see her on screen, the deeply patriarchal society objectifies a woman. 
their initial purpose of being placed on screen is to fulfill the male desire. Have you ever noticed how men look at women, how women look at themselves and how women look at other women? Now what does this male gaze involve? It is when the gaze captures how a woman interacts with a man on screen, the shots which capture a woman's body and scenes which present how a man treats a woman. It is not just limited to how women are portrayed on screen which makes them vulnerable objects at the hands of society but even advertisements sexualize women to the point where the subject of the advertisement is disconnected from the ad itself. There are artists who fall hard into the pressure of conforming to the audience's expectations whereas there are those who embrace their real selves after walking against the societal demands. After all, an artist's talent shines through, it's not the way they appear. Pakistani actor Zara Noor Abbas has been very vocal about embracing her curvy body and not letting anyone limit her worth to the way she appears on screen. In 2019, in an interview with BBC, the interviewer questioned Zara about her ramp walk followed by being bullied online and offline by models for this act. Her approach towards the online hate in general with regards to her body is to block out all of the negativity or else it would distract her from her line of work. When asked about the constant comparison with Mahira Khan and how Zara tried to talk and mimic Mahira in several manners, Zara did not let it become a moment where two women are pitted against each other in the entertainment industry. She acknowledged Mahira as one of the biggest stars in the country and someone who has been cherished for her performances both nationally and internationally. When asked about how women are forced into losing weight to be recognized and appreciated for their work, Zara had an insightful approach. She talked about how people ultimately choose to undergo surgery not out of their individual will but only to appease others. She also addressed the harmful pills and injections advertised to lose weight quickly. People were not hesitant to come up to the actor, advising her to not wear jeans or sleeveless because she is so big. Zara's approach to people telling her what to wear was to always listen to what her body or heart desires, not what others advise her to do. She was also told many times by many people to undergo liposuction, but she turned the narrative for herself by not letting the remarks get in the way of her talent, her skills as an artist, a performer. Zara mentioned someone recommending she underwent liposuction to achieve a more promising career in the entertainment industry. Where does this desire of undergoing or suggesting cosmetic surgery emerge from? Is someone's talent tied to their physical appeal? It was estimated in a 2019 research study that females aged 18 to 29 are influenced by social media to reach out to cosmetic procedures to look more like the women on their screens. When you look at an image of someone you immediately start comparing your appearance with them, which alters your relationship with your body. When women openly share their experience of undergoing cosmetic enhancement, 
it drews within you a desire to seek this measure. It is not born due to your personal desire, but in fact you desire leading a life someone else is living who fits the beauty ideals. When Zara talked about people ingesting pills as a quick weight loss measure, I was reminded of how for the longest time Jamila Jamil, a British activist and actor, has been vocal about the dangerous side effects she endured personally as a result of supplements and detox products. According to the National Institute of Health, FDA and FCT have made it clear to their consumers that any product which promotes weight loss without diet or workout or any which says lose weight by just taking this pill can be potentially harmful because that is a fraudulent claim. According to a drug information specialist working with drugs.com, which reviews clinical information provided by various trusted medical publishing partners, stimulant-type drugs can cause insomnia, increased heartbeat and BP, restlessness, drug abuse and dependency. Drugs that fulfill fat absorption purpose can cause soft stools and gas, diet pills that target the neurotransmitters in the brain give headaches, dry mouth, dizziness and even affect your stomach by causing nausea, vomiting and constipation. DCTV in an interview with Kupra Khan inquired about how she acquired her role in Sinfe Ahan, a television series that aired in 2021. She talked about how COVID and various other personal dealings in her life led her to become an emotional eater, which made her gain weight. She went back home to London, got her tests done, and the doctor diagnosed that there might be a possibility that she had cancer. The lump had to be removed, and Khan underwent two surgeries as a result. People would point it out during that time period how she had gotten fat, how they can't see her neck anymore. The remarks included how she would look horrible on screen after the weight gain. Hum Kaha Ke Sache Thay, a 2021 drama serial that Kupra signed up for, she had to show up for shoot a week after her surgery. The doctor had advised her to not commit to anything else besides a brisk walk and she would not follow a diet routine since she was on a strong medication. The viewers took to social media platforms to point out her increasing weight, making her feel like it was a horrible crime to have gained weight. All this time, the viewers were insensitive towards how it tarnished her confidence day by day. There came a point when the actor refused to eat based off of how people were reacting to her weight gain, succumbing to the pressure of the audience which expects women to look a certain way on screen otherwise a hate parade begins, Kupra Khan ended up working out and going on a diet. But along this process of being cyberbullied and undergoing survival from cancer, Khan realized the challenges one faces personally and socially when dealing with anorexia or binge eating disorder. She summed up the conversation stating how once everyone disconnects from others' opinions and loves themselves just the way they are, they will remain happy in their lives. It will be a fulfilling feeling. Upon visiting the Pakistani director Nadeem Beg's residence for Eid, 
Khan was surprised to have been offered a role for Sinfia Han after being scrutinized for her weight gain. The director made it clear to her how her confidence on her body is what counts when it comes to performing on screen. This episode really strengthens this upsetting mindset that actors are in a constant vulnerable position, having to deal with the way the audience pulls them apart for even trying to be as human as dealing with a personal obstacle in life, be it surgery, weight gain or anything else. Without paying attention to how mentally challenging it can become for actors who are as human as the viewers, it should not take much to put yourself in their shoes before critically analyzing them for their cinematic performance instead of paying attention to changes in their body. How did Kubra's relationship with her body evolve? It can be best explained with this tripartite influence model created in 1998 by a group of researchers who attempted to assess or access body image dissatisfaction amongst individuals. I came across this model while I was working on my MPhil thesis, but that proposal never got accepted. On the bright side, I ended up looking at the psychosocial influences behind thinking a certain way about bodies or beauty ideals. The model distinguished three primary socio-cultural influences, peers, parents and the media. As you grow up in an environment where there is a strong influence upon you concerning how one should look like, what they should wear, what they should eat, ultimately this focus on the ideal body takes over your conscious self. The media reinforces this belief in performers on screen regarding meeting the stereotypical expectations of the female body to such an extent that they come under a strong negative influence that their body must be hidden. This increasing concern develops eating disorders. Kupra chose to follow a diet regime despite having undergone a serious surgery, not one but two surgeries, because the audience did not hold back on expressing their disagreement over her growing weight. They easily dismissed her promising roles in both dramas because her weight gain was clouding their judgment. A woman who was on the bigger side was a jaw-dropping, concerning sight to the audience because it did not fit the conventional ideal female figure of a Pakistani woman. When the Pakistani actor Faryal Mimood was invited to Mazak Rath, a comedy show which takes a satirical view on political affairs, but it does offer an entertaining spin by inviting drama or movie actors to the show. In one of the segments, Mahmood was questioned whom she would take out for a ride according to the list provided. She responded and did not add Harim, another Pakistani actor. When asked why the case may be, the actor responded because she would not fit. In a talk show hosted by Pakistani actor Ehsan Khan, Mehmu justified her comment as nothing personal. Instead, she inserted how she had a free pass to body shame anyone because she had been fat before. While there are no rules behind who gets to body shame whom and get away with it, Mehmood's remarks were without a doubt lacking compassion and social ethics. When celebrities are entrusted with a platform to express their skills on screen, their opinion, overall impression, is directly connected to their fans, their audience. 
if Mehmood previously felt she no longer wanted to continue being on the bigger side, it does not equate to shaming everyone who once looked like her or mocking them for having a bigger body when she hated hers. This concept was best explained first by Sigmund Freud when he talked about projection as a psychological defense mechanism. When you have certain traits, behaviors, or gestures you personally loathe about yourself, you reflect your hatred by attacking a person with similar attributes or behaviors. If you are a part of a South Asian household, your environment would constantly include conversations on someone's skin color. Don't marry him or her. Your children will be dark-skinned. Someone's weight. I can't believe she has gained so much weight after her marriage. Or someone's height. She's so tall. Who will marry her? Ultimately, kids grow up in an environment where they normalize joking about someone's physical attributes. Another Pakistani talk show titled The Couple Show, hosted by a real-life couple and actors Hina Altaf and Aha Ali, invited fellow drama actors Eamon Khan and her husband Muneep Bhatt on the show. When asked in one of the segments what he would advise fellow actor Mafra, Eamon suggested she gained weight because she is, and I quote, too skinny, those being her words. A similar comment was passed on fellow actor Saboor, suggesting how both her and her sister Sajil are very thin. On her television show Jukin at Nine, television show host Jukin Kazim opened up about her struggles in the limelight post-miscarriage and pregnancy. She openly discussed how she had two miscarriages in the past and after having three children, her body was bound to experience changes. She revealed how shortly after one of her miscarriages, she came to shoot her television program and one of the audience members openly remarked that she had gained a lot of weight recently. It became a rather complicated situation for her when her supporters would request she shared pictures with her family. Upon doing that, because as a prominent celebrity, you wish to interact with your supporters, she was met with a lot of scrutiny when people passed negative comments on her husband and son's body weight. Even after she lost weight, people would repeatedly point out her increasing weight post-pregnancy. Jugan was told she had dropped so much kilos once that it appeared as if she is unwell or suffering from tuberculosis, according to what she shared live on her show. It is so hard for one to wrap up their mind around a female bringing another female down for her bodily changes. Even if one is completely clueless to the physiological changes in a woman's body postpartum, you expect no unnecessary comments on someone's body. But the culture commonly shames women for bringing a life into this world or wishing to experience bodily changes at the same time. No one should expect a woman to shrink back to her pre-pregnancy weight right after giving birth. After birth, many women's stomachs look six months pregnant. This is because just how the womb, that is the uterus, expands over months to make space for the child to grow and survive. Similarly, it will take time to shrink back. It usually takes six to eight weeks. There's also an extra fluid buildup which also decreases over time. Diastasis recti is something which involves two muscles located down the middle of your stomach 
which separate during your pregnancy and the level of separation varies. The womb, making space for the growing life inside, also pushes the muscles as a result of which they grow longer and weaker. They grow back to normal in the postpartum period. If you are peculiar about how the female body experiences changes for personal or professional reasons, you can consult a healthcare professional with your questions. This can be a moment of self-reflection. Do you believe the entertainment industry decides the culture of a particular society? Do drama serials reflect the society or does the society internalize what is being shown to them on screen? Can we as viewers change the way we look at stars, basing our views on how they react rather than how they appear visually? Does cinematic performance require male and female actors to look a certain way? Is the drama industry showing irresponsible behavior towards body inclusivity? I leave these questions with you to self-reflect or share with a friend. Thank you so much for listening. Please do not forget to leave a comment down below sharing how you feel about this episode and what your personal thoughts are because I would be more than happy to connect with you. And I'll catch you in another episode very soon. Till then, do not forget to be kind.